The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Ed of the Week. There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends than by picking up Bubble Genius's own tiny orange hand soap set. Give yourself a hand or take two. They're small, tiny in fact, teeny tiny. And they're orange, of course, and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the GOP's clown dictator. Am I right, folks? Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code CESCA, SESCA, at checkout, you'll get an additional 15% off only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Khan, you've got Genesis, but you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. You're going to have to come down here. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me, as you left her. Marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead planet. Buried alive. Buried alive. Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show. God damn it! Hello, Bob. I think I need another week. I think that's true. I think I need to take another week of vacation. I uh, I was away for the great Kofefi scandal, and I will always regret it. I said, damn it, why couldn't he have written Kofefi while I was here and doing a show? God damn it! All right. Well, sometimes uh, shit happens. What can I say? It is uh, Tuesday, June 6, 2017. This is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob, and we're brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world, by the way. We're also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Get free legal advice at thebowenlawgroup.com slash Bob and Chez, or just click the link of the podcast page. Let's let's dig in. Buzz Burbank is here. Hi, Buzz. Hello, Robert. <laughs> thank you for thank you for joining us, Michael. <laughs> Pleased to be here. Glad I could. It's always a pleasure. And uh, here's my recommendation. Here's my okay. free advice. Right. My free advice would be uh, take a year off because things. <laughs> I really think things will be a lot better inside of a year, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, know. I, I know. I hope. You know what? I really, I really hope that's true. I uh-huh. hope by this time next year, we're all celebrating the Mike Pence administration. <laughs> well, Mike Pence is here, and and uh, everything's good again. Everything's great. You know, if if a Rolling Stone gathers moss, you know it <laughs> man, might not be him either. So yeah, we'll that's see, true. But I mean, everyone's talking about uh, President Orrin Hatch. That that seems oh, God. <laughs> the yeah. consensus online that the presidential line of succession is going to get all the way down to Orrin Hatch at some point if uh, if if everything goes the way it should go 
I, I don't know if it will. And by the time <laughs> we get to the 2018 elections, maybe going that far won't be necessary. Yeah. Uh, if we get, it's baby steps. It's baby steps. You have first Pence, and then you know, uh, you you on down the line of succession. Uh, I, I shudder to think, you know, yeah, but, I know. Uh, because there are no good options. Hatch, however, uh, although, in, you know, he's funny. He's like McCain, only not as good. Uh, <laughs> he's, what like, they both, he's, he's basically sh- McCain. <laughs> what they have in common is that when they are right, and sometimes they are, they are so, so right. Yeah. And when they are wrong, they seem insane to us. That's right. Uh, you know, and, and they have that in common. Hatch would be of the, the four down the line of succession, probably the least frightening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, of the bunch. But I like I said, it's I, I really don't see it getting that far. So you you actually think there's a greater chance of an impeachment than I do. We were kind of uh, talking bit. about this before the show. And and it's not that I think impeachment is impossible. I, know. I, th- I think at least for the time being, it seems really, really challenging to get the sure. votes. I mean, there's oh, certainly, sure. I mean, they, they nothing, could, nothing worthwhile is easy. Well, that's true. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and in 2019, there's a there's a distinct possibility of the Democrats if 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 and don't get happy. This is the big the big if. Yeah, I if, want to talk about that too. But anyway, if they win back the House, there is uh-huh. obviously a distinct possibility that articles of impeachment will be approved by one committee or another. Sure, by the Democrats. But again, the real challenge is removing him from that point forward, and that requires two thirds of the Senate to vote to convict. And yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, even if the Democrats were able to t- win back a majority in the Senate, that still is, you know, another 16 votes away, I think, from uh, from having enough votes to convict in the Senate. So I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's a really hard. I- I'd like to think I'd like to think that it's going to be easier, but I would much rather. Oh, here's here's a good analogy. Buzz. Okay. I was watching. I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes Sunday night. They did this whole report. I, they, they did this whole report I, on the mountain gorillas and this you, medical doctor <laughs> that goes in and helps the mountain gorilla. This is a serious point. To all this. I, I know, but it, that sounds like Megan Kelly's show. You're describing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, uh, but but they started talking about how they go in and they they uh, conduct uh, 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 medical uh, examinations and and they help the the gorillas. They knock right, them out right. and they help. There was this one gorilla that had a snare trapped around her her wrist and everything, so they wanted to remove that. And then they go in to say. Well, the mountain gorillas are not as endangered as they used to be. Their population is growing by at least 4% a year, which is the same population growth as humanity, as, as human beings. Huh. And okay. I'm going, no, no, don't, don't say that, because then crazy people like Donald Trump Jr. will uh-huh. want to go and shoot them because it's okay, because they're no longer endangered and they can be shot, even though they are still critically endangered. So, I mean, the point being here is that but, if we say that it's it's I mean, I think there are a lot of Democrats who are assuming the, the Democrats will or a lot of liberals who are assuming that the Democrats will take back the House and the Senate in 2018, then impeachment will quickly follow. And I'm just I'm trying to be I'm pulling some mental jujitsu here. I'm trying to be pessimistic so that people will actually get out and vote in 2018. That's the whole I, I, well, I, well, we want to do that no matter what. And and what you and I need to be hammering out at hammering at as that day approaches yeah. is that we learned in November of 2016 how important it is uh, to vote, how uh, damaging it can be to not vote. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and and we can remind people since it will have been so recently that uh, you know what happened the last time they did that or the last time they took 
some kind of contrarian stand or another mm-hmm. uh, on election day that that assisted in the uh, victory of Donald Trump. Yeah. I, here, here's what I here's what I think. I th- okay. to to me uh, after uh, the 2018 elections, uh, by then it's a certainty, and I'll, I'll tell you why because the, there's a in your mathematical equation here mm-hmm. uh, you've you've left out the erosion factor. Okay, I, I think and. Uh, to me, it seems uh, there's at some point even Nixon became too toxic for the Republicans who had supported him right. uh, uh, to ridiculous points. Uh, this and and so there's that factor. There's the there's the coverage of this, the work that's being done on this, uh, you know, across the board between journalists and mm-hmm. investigators and so on. Uh, the the leaks of career professionals, that sort of thing. Uh, that's that's really keeping this in rapid motion. The breaking point may come sooner than 2018. I don't know. That's what I'm holding out for. And as quickly as things are moving, I have reason for optimism that will be the case. So what you're talking about actually is resignation, which I I think could happen any minute now. I mean, honest to God, I think Trump could <laughs> could resign. He could just give up and go and, and do what he wants to do. And you know what he wants to do? He wants to sit between Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade every damn morning and That's talk fine. about politics. That's all donald trump really really in his heart wants to do and that's frankly all his mental capacity is able to uh actually handle (laughs) why why didn't he say so and by the way there's a there's a brain trust right ducey and uh, trump yeah yeah trump wants to be the wife who sits between uh (laughs) ducey and kill me he wants to be the wife in the three-way of stupid on uh on fox and friends uh but i mean regardless I, i think he could possibly resign at any minute and i think there's also a possibility and this is where i i absolutely 100 agree with you is that the republicans could possibly go to trump and do like barry goldwater did in 1974 and say all right, for the good of the party, for the good of the nation, you have to step down. And and we're mm-hmm, do- mm-hmm. and, and I think I laid out this whole scenario several months ago where what they can do is say to him, basically, you have to step down, Mr. President. And then the subtext is or else. And the or else could be tremendously damaging to Donald J. Trump, which means that that's the Republic, the Republicans getting on board with the Trump Russia investigation. That's the Republicans blocking anything Trump wants to do. That's the Republicans uh, leaking all of the various crap and dirt that they have on Donald Trump personally, either through opposition research or just through some of the closed door meetings they've had with him. Suddenly, all that stuff starts to go public and Donald Trump becomes even more politically crippled than he already is. Now, this thing builds momentum. Yeah, they're looking. Uh, Republicans are standing at the foot of a tsunami. Yeah. And and they're still saying to each other. Yep. I mean, listen, listen to them. And they're still saying to each other. Let's see what we can get done in the meantime. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what we can get away with until it gets here. Well, uh, you know, I I write this weekly review of the news, and and mm-hmm. so so far, and Comey hasn't even testified yet, and yeah. I've got seven pages on the last five days uh, that I've written, and, and that's using an economy <laughs> of words that I've uh, yeah. you know gathered all this Trump Russia information together that we've heard in drips and draps as we do throughout the week mm-hmm. uh and 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 what i'm looking at here i look at these seven pages plus comey what comey's gonna say on thursday and yep. and i i see a, i see a, a wall of water headed for the republicans and and eventually it may be too late for most of them but uh that that wall will get here sooner than later and they will be forced to either be crushed by it or to 
rise above it and say, okay, no, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go down with this. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, uh, there's a lot of reporting over the last 24 hours, of course, that will augment all of that, which is the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the NSA leak to right. the intercept, which by right. the way, was badly bungled by the intercept. That's another whole other, uh, topic that we want to talk about today. Plus, uh, Mark Warner confirming today that, uh, that the, the link that, that that Russia was able to do much much more than is yes. indicated in the NSA leak, right. which uh, th- and there's a whole line, there's a whole thing I wanted to observe with regard to last year's primaries on the Democratic side and voter registration. So I want to talk about that too. But but before we get into the seriousness of all of that, I want to introduce my my brand new Trump music, and it's it's basically this: this is new Trump music, right? Meet, meet my little friend. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh, Magoo. Yep. <laughs> You've done it again. You've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> that is... That has got to be the new Trump music, and I know. I mean, everyone everyone likes my uh, Imperial Martin. Everyone loves this. Yes, but you know what? The Magoo music. I mean, right. His European well. trip and the disaster of the European trip buzz. Uh, totally Magoo like, and uh, and of course it's getting him in all kinds of trouble uh, in Europe, and he's reacting to Europe, and now he's trolling Europe. He's trolling. Right. The mayor of London, for God's right. sake. Well, uh, use the spooky clown music for those kinds of serious things. Okay, yeah. But when when he when he tweets, you get ready for the button here. When he treats Kofefe, <laughs> yeah, <that> then is- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you've done it again. You've done it again. See, that's perfect, a- <laughs> perfect. But yeah, I didn't mean to get. I, we had to do that. I didn't want to get off track. You were talking. You were talking about him attacking the mayor of London, which yeah, and yeah. this gets into very, very serious area. Of course. And I think, I have this theory, and this plays directly into the Mr. Magoo theory, <laughs> is that he's attacking Sadiq Khan, who's the mayor of London, for a couple of reasons. I think the first reason is that his people, all of the MAGA hat-wearing Trump trolls and, and Pepe worshippers, uh-huh. they, they love it when Trump beats up Muslims, and, and yes, the mayor yeah. of London is a Muslim. And, and ding, so ding. that's Yeah, exactly. That's number that's, one. Right. Right, right, and that, and that's so that's playing to his base and and trolling Muslims, and that's what right. uh, what that's what they love. It's like is among his greatest hits. The other thing is, is that I think he thinks Sadiq Khan is related to the uh, the Gold Star family from the from the Democratic convention. I honestly, God, think yeah, brown skin check. Must right. be the same, right? And I just envisioned, uh, like I played at the top of the show. It's just it's Shatner screaming out "Con" every time. Yes, every time Trump sees that name, it's just, Con! Con! right? That's and so it infuriates him, and he's got to uh, lash out. He said here. Pathetic excuse by London Mayor Sadiq Khan, who had to think fast on his no reason to be alarmed statement. MSM is working hard to sell it. All of this is so tremendously bizarre um, because very seldom, if at all, has the president of the United States, ostensibly the leader of the free world, which he's, of course, abdicating off to uh, to uh, Macron and, and Angela Merkel and and other European leaders. He's just giving up that role as as the leader of the free world. Uh, nevertheless, he's still using this massive, massive platform to go after a mayor over something that isn't even true. And I, honest to God, I think this is Trump basically repeating something that he's heard on Fox News Channel. 
I mean, Buzz, I don't know if you've seen any uh, reporting along these lines where someone takes Trump's tweets and then correlates them to what has been reported on Fox News moments before the tweet goes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, we know that's, that's proven fact. Yes. <laughs> right, right. And so I think that was uh, I think that's what's behind really all of the in all seriousness. That's what's behind the uh, the attacks on City Cut. I think this is Trump basically well, watching a lot of Fox News these days, especially here's, over here's, the Here's the, the the good and the bad thing about Trump, and this is where the spooky clown music comes in. You don't have to play it, but this is where it comes in. <laughs> okay. Because because on one hand it's uh, circus like, and on the other hand it's frightening, and 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 that is that Trump is like uh, the toy, the Invisible Man or the Invisible Woman. Yeah. And that is uh, at you know for better or worse, you see what's inside. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know as we come to laugh at him and not with him. Uh, and he seems to be confused on who's laughing and who's laughing at whom. But but as that occurs, you know, we're, we're really getting a look uh, at at his motivations. This is certainly coming in handy in the striking down of his Muslim ban. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so there's good and bad to seeing the inside of Donald Trump. There are the icky parts and then there are the the wildly amusing Mr. Magoo parts. But 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 we're we're seeing for better or for worse. And not certainly not presidentially, we're seeing them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that's that's part of the fabric of this. And I think what we've learned, uh, despite our temptation to look only at what he does uh, and and not be distracted by what he says, you really need both, I think. You know, I, I've been trying to, uh, and I spent a lot of time during my vacation, and that's so sad. That's yeah, so it is. sad to this say that. This is very, very sad. <laughs> I know. I, I spent so much time during my vacation trying to square all of the crazy Trump things, the blurts, the tweets, the wandering away during <laughs> signing ceremonies, all of that stuff. How does that all fit into the Trump Russia uh, goals? All of the goals that are that have been, I think, all of the motivating factors in Trump Russia, whether it's Putin's motivation, the Kremlin's motivation, uh, Russian intelligence motivation, the Trump motivation, the Trump, and all of his. Uh, uh, people who surround him who also have links to to Russia. What is the link between all of that and Trump just doing, you know, the stupid Magoo thing? And I think I think the the connection is okay. It's that it's <laughs> you done it again, right? It's that um, part of the the Kremlin's motivation in installing Donald Trump and undermining American democracy and disrupting America, American democracy was specifically to inject a character like Donald Trump with all his insanity and all of his stupid well, things and all of his sort of reality show socialite uh, horse crap in into they, right in, into the they, White House. They, to, they got lucky. They hit the jackpot, didn't they, in that regard? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, as, but from Trump's end, the answer is how can he be both evil and stupid? Yeah. Uh, the answer is eight-year-old. <laughs> that, that, remember? I mean, go, you know, rewind several shows and mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about uh, Trump being a child. And yeah. if you think about that, think about a, 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 an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old. I hate to denigrate eight-year-olds, but uh, think of a 
toddler boy yep. uh, who has uh, his mind made up he's going to get that cookie jar and he's going to get those cookies. <laughs> now, he may be amusing and clever and uh, likable to some people, yep. uh, you know, uh, much of the time, but he can and, and he may be dumb. He may not be able to tie his own shoes, <laughs> but but he has a mission and that is to get those cookies. Well, yep. uh, equals Donald Trump. I mean, that I to me, that explains why you know because he has that's his level of maturity yeah uh that that why he can be both goofy and evil at the same time well and if we look at the trump russia situation if we look at russia's attack on the united states as a uh let's, let's imagine it as as a uh as an artillery shell being fired into american territory all of the stupid Trump things, all of the eight-year-old behavior, all the toddler-like behavior, the, yeah, the erratic said, behavior. I should have said five or six. I, <laughs> I chopped too high with eight. <laughs> right. But anyway. I think that's the shrapnel. I think that's like that's the stuff that does the real damage. And I think all of Trump's behavior, while maybe not orchestrated by Vladimir Putin and, mm-hmm. and the Kremlin, no. I, I think this is all this is all what was intended to happen. Like when we install, I'm, I'm Vladimir Putin and I want to install, I want to disrupt American democracy and install a guy like Donald Trump in the white house. I know that Donald Trump uh, tweets crazy things. I know that he says crazy things. I know that he knows very little. I know that he's a damaging presence when injected into American politics, whether right. you look back at the uh, at the birther thing or any, I mean, all the way back to 1988 when he first started to, to dabble a little bit, put his foot into, into the ring of politics. This is all stuff that I would want to happen if I'm selecting Donald Trump as the guy to be my agent, to be my asset inside the United States to disrupt uh, d- democracy and American sovereignty. And I think so that I think that's where all of this links in together. So when we talk about Trump's stupid tweets and of course, Kellyanne Conway is all upset that everyone's obsessing, <laughs> you know, the things that Trump says in public. Yeah. Uh, but when we talk about Trump's tweets, and we talk about his crazy blurts. Don't you think that that that's I mean, we can't discount the seriousness of that. We can't say, well, oh. the Trump's it's this, 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 that's the silly season stuff. And it's not related to the real serious stuff. I think all I think it's all gathered together. What do you think? What do you Ke- think, Mr. Buzz Burbank? I think Kellyanne Conway is saying, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yep. Yep. And and that we all, I think we all understand that would be mm-hmm. a mistake. I don't think any sane person, any rational person uh, can separate what he says or tweets uh, from what he does. Right. And certainly, again, the, the judges in the, uh, in the Muslim ban case uh, certainly are, are taking that into account, are, are certainly considering that as motive for, for what he's doing. Absolutely. So I guess that brings us to stupid Watergate, <laughs> Trump, yes. Russia. Yeah, it and, is, because it's it's that wacky combination. And this is, a, a, there's more, you, you've heard of a dramedy where it's a, both a, a drama and a comedy. Yeah. Well, this Trump dramedy is, it has more comedy God, than yeah, the Nixon yeah. drama did. <clears throat> With Nixon, it was all grumpy people. It was, it was, <laughs> it was all very serious stuff all the time. Yeah. This at least, uh, like a good show, has some comedy woven in into it uh, into the into the Russian spy novel yeah uh, yeah which which makes it an extra entertaining read 
And, you know, I, I'm at that place now where I, I want him to keep going. I want him to keep saying crazy things. Oh, where keep talking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the damage is 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 kind of done, at least from his in, in terms of his tweets and his stupidity. And so I think if he keeps going, it further devalues his reputation among people who might otherwise have supported him. Uh, people who were, you know, they voted for Trump, but they're you know, they're a little bit weary of of actually supporting him because of whatever his his baggage, the skeleton in his closet and so on i think one if he keeps going at this pace he's going to lose those people and he is if you look at the polling he's losing some of those people and and it's better than that he's crippling his own agenda again not not to dwell on the muslim ban thing but uh the earlier you know this is just an example of of trump putting another nail into his own coffin uh the judges had already cited earlier tweets from him as motive for the muslim ban and what does Trump do in response to that? He tweets more, which means that the, his lawyers, the Justice Department lawyers, who now have to go to the Supreme Court and convince nine justices, or at least five of them, that that he, you know, those things are not to be considered. Uh, the things that he said, it's it's not going to wash. I don't even think with this conservative Supreme Court, uh, based on what we've seen so far. Yeah, and and you know what? Here's my theory on that one, and and it's this that. I don't think Donald Trump cares if he wins on the uh, on the what, he, what he's calling the travel ban, which is really the Muslim ban, and which is really the right. Uncon- right. most unconstitutional right. thing the president's done in a long time. Right. And, and I think I think that he doesn't care if that actually gets upheld. I think what he's doing is he's focused really and and almost exclusively on maintaining the enthusiasm and the electricity within that MAGA hat crowd the, his rally about, people as, as as he says delivering on his campaign promises exactly his his right. as long as his base is stoked and his base is only stoked his base all they need is to continuously see donald trump saying the greatest hits doing you know like saying all of these things about the travel ban and about repealing and replacing obamacare and and all of it all of the usual trump greatest hits as long as he keeps and i think this is maybe not accurate this is maybe not an accurate assessment by him but this is the way he's thinking he's thinking that as long as he keeps repeating that he's going to do these things yeah, they'll no. they'll continue to go along with him so it doesn't matter won't. so undermining the actual future of the travel ban in court is irrelevant as long as he's saying the things that they want him to say that's, trump that's people are trump people are still trump people yeah but uh, as he continues to fail to deliver on the things that he promised them, you know, even if he says, well, it's not my fault. I did what I could have on the, on the Muslim ban. I promised I would do it. I did it. They struck it down. Nothing I can do about it. Uh, I'm going to check that one off as delivered. Uh, you know, I mean, and, 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 but the, but the people who elected him are not going to buy that. They're not going to yeah. buy the failure of other things. There's no money to build a wall. You know, uh, <laughs> there's a specific language in the budget bill that says none of this money will be used for a yeah, uh, they they went that far with it. Even the Republican lawmakers, uh, he's not getting anything done. And there is, despite his numbers holding up for the most part, a growing dissatisfaction among Trump supporters on his failure to deliver so far. Yep. They keep they keep saying to liberals, uh, "Be patient, wait, give him a chance, uh, let him get a chance." Well, when how there's only so long they can keep saying out loud, "Be patient," before they themselves become impatient. Well, I think so it- this. This, too, is part of the erosion that leads to the tipping point. Yeah, but I think uh, whether spoken or unspoken, 
I think a lot of the support for Donald Trump continues to emerge out of a desire to troll the left to to to, to, yeah to get revenge after eight years of Obama and Black Lives Matter and trigger warnings and all that crap that's they wanted they wanted Trump supporters wanted social change they wanted a change from the sort of liberal direction that we were or or as I we would prefer to use at this point the progressive direction that the U.S. was headed yeah uh, and and uh, he he represented the old ways is to them uh dime phone calls uh maybe maybe the vote for <laughs> women you know uh, klondike that was, five yes, they want right. to go back to the old uh, the old phone numbers klondike they want to add klondike back into the mix kerosene in every home you know. <laughs> horseless carriages gas a hall right. yeah, exactly yeah. uh yeah and, and that's true and, and i think they're willing to take that even symbolically even if it's just like yeah, him right, talking right. about it that's all exactly. they want they want to feel like they've got you know someone who represents them in the white house and that's all that matters it doesn't matter whether he's actually able to achieve any of this stuff as long as he's saying these stuff these things and it's and it's pissing off liberals and it's pissing off europe that's all he that's all they care about him for doing. months yeah. for months and months and after the election well perhaps it just seems that long but for a very long time after the election itself uh conservatives were jabbing liberals uh, mm-hmm. on social media and elsewhere by saying we won you lost get over it yeah and they've kind of stopped saying that now Uh, they say certainly say it less and the the reason is they can see what's happening they can see Mm. that this isn't just a little bit of resistance against trump this is a whole lot of resistance (laughs) against trump and and they like to root they, they like their football and they like to root for the winning team and uh, when the team has not been winning, they, they feel a little less loyal. Uh, again, part of the erosion that, that has to occur uh, before we can get to that tipping point. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully uh, we'll work our way down to what I believe is the uh, is the floor for all of this, which is about 25%. If, we get, if Trump gets down to about 25% approval rate, uh-huh. I think the latest number, uh, I think he dropped to a new low, at least in terms of Gallup. I think he was down to 36. Was it 36 on Gallup? And uh, I, I really believe that once he gets into that 25 to 30 percent range, that's mm-hmm. the danger zone for him. That's right. when people start there, to bail out. Yeah. We're not there yet, because as you pointed out, uh, the Trump supporters are proud of what they perceive as social change that has occurred with the election of Trump. And and it has if you if, if certain brown people and gay people and uh, certain other people don't mind getting beaten up in the meantime, uh, <laughs> you, there, there has been uh, a social change that satisfies them. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, look, we've got uh, we got to talk about uh, James Comey testifying on Thursday. We got to talk about uh, everything that's going on uh, with Trump Russia, including this bombshell NSA leak, plus uh, plus Mark Warner's thing, and and so much more. But before we get into that, let's talk about uh, Blue Apron. Huh? Absolutely. I love to eat, Buzz. I love food. You know, you know what I always remember? I just remember uh, 20, 25 years ago. Yes. Th- the first time I ever came over to your house for dinner. I was over at your, your house for dinner. We had uh-huh. uh, we had a lovely steak dinner, and it yeah. was it was absolutely delicious. And Good. and and to a certain extent, I, I've sort of been kind of chasing that whole meal experience <laughs> because because well, I always remember it being so good 
It was just like the the perfect preparation of the steak, the per- perfect preparation of the uh, the uh, uh-huh. the fi- all the fixins were with it. Yeah, yeah, vegetables and all that. And well, here's what you could either come back, which would be great, or you could uh, sign up for Blue Apron. Well, or I figure, why don't I just come over and I'll just bring my Blue Apron and, and <laughs> oh, we that's can have even better. We make a party out of it. <laughs> that is exactly right. We'll have a Blue Apron party at Buzz's house, and everyone's invited. See, when I sit down for dinner, I want food that's healthy and fresh, but who can afford to eat at a restaurant every night or shop at high-priced stores to get fresh, natural ingredients? Nice. I've I've shopped in those places, Buzz, and, and wound up wasting so much good food and so much money. That's why I like Blue Apron, America's number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service. Blue Apron sends exactly what I need in exactly the right amounts and an easy recipe right to my door. Uh, Blue Apron is partnered with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the U.S. Their seafood is sustainably sourced. The beef, chicken, and pork are raised responsibly, and the produce comes from regenerative farms. You can try uh, the beef teriyaki stir-fry with uh, sugar snap peas and lime rice. That is delicious. I can vouch for that. The baked spinach and egg flatbread with sautéed asparagus and lemon. I can also vouch for that. That is delicious. A three-cheese and baby broccoli stromboli. Oh, my God. I haven't... You know, Oh, I haven't had this one yet, and I haven't had a Stromboli since I lived in Pennsylvania, like without, seven years ago. W- Delicious. Without, without Blue Apron, you wouldn't have three cheeses in your house. <laughs> That's right. Or we could try the uh, crispy salmon and roasted potato salad with pickled mustard seed and creme fraiche sauce. That's totally summery to me. I mean, we were summer yeah. is here, and Memorial Day weekend is over, so... Oh, the summer foods. Uh, I can't yeah. wait for this order from Blue Apron. Just try to get those meals at a restaurant or a specialty grocer for under just 10 bucks a person. Blue Apron has something for everyone because you can customize your preferences. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free. They even pay the shipping because you listen to this show. Go to blueapron.com slash B-O-B-C. Remember this. Write it down. Blueapron.com slash B-O-B-C. It feels good to make incredible affordable meals at home when the food and recipes come from Blue Apron. That's blueapron.com slash B-O-B-C. It's Blue Apron, and it's a better way to cook. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Thank you, Buzz. And he's sitting right here today. Buzz Burbank is with us today. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, thank you, sir. And uh, we're talking about Trump Russia. Yeah. Or, what? When yeah. did we start that? <laughs> I don't know. There's something going on with Russia. I that was a few months ago, I believe. So here's a, here's a little bit of a, a personal story. Um okay. Last year during the Democratic primary, I, uh, I of course, I live with uh, Kimberly Johnson. We are, as they say, an item. And uh, during the primary, Kimberly Johnson was a supporter of Bernie Sanders, and I was kind of on the fence. I was kind of ambivalent. I didn't really go in for Hillary during the primary, and I certainly, I didn't support Bernie Sanders during the primary either. I was kind of undecided until the day of the California primary when I went in and, and voted my preference. Um, so on a couple of occasions, as you can imagine, <laughs> Kimberly and I got into uh, some some shall we say heated discussions about wow. about the price. She of course went on to support Hillary Clinton, and and now she's uh, extraordinarily sensible when it comes to the ongoing nonsense that's happening online between Bernie and Hillary, and she's trying to calm that whole debate down and and, and allow us all to move on. Um, but nevertheless, one of the, the points of discussion that we had uh, a year ago, she came into my office and said, I, 
I, I've been reading online about all these people whose voter registrations, and these are Bernie Sanders supporters who tried to vote in their various primaries or, or caucuses um, by changing their registration to the Democratic Party uh, so they could participate in, and vote for Bernie Sanders. And she came in and said, you know, I'm hearing from a lot of people whose voter registrations are erroneous who they either re registered as a democrat with enough time and and pr prior to the deadline and filled out their forms correctly but suddenly they're reporting back that their voter registration was never changed so that they were turned down at the polling place from actually getting to vote hmm. and this was happening a lot and at the time i was like well i'm not really it's kind of anecdotal i don't really see a, yes. a big trend of this happening so i kind of I, I, I kind of said, maybe we should step away from that and not really get into that until we have hard evidence that voter registrations are being deliberately changed or altered. Yeah. Fast forward to yesterday <laughs> when uh, when we have this story from The Intercept uh, where they they published a leaked document from the NSA through someone named Reality Winner. Yeah, that's the person's actual reality. Lee Winner is the name and and could there not be a better name of a leaker in the age of <laughs> of donald trump than someone named reality winner we all got a dose of reality yeah exactly and so what we discovered here is that the russians through their efforts and, the, and their their whole menu of efforts to disrupt the uh the 2016 election right tried to hack into the voter registration databases mm -hmm. in certain select areas now according to this document they were unsuccessful according to the reporting at the intercept they were unsuccessful and weren't unable to change voter registration right however and this is where i kind of step into i put one one foot one toe into the realm of of coloring outside the lines when it comes to this mm -hmm. i I still have a hunch, and again, I'm just underscoring the word hunch, okay. that they they were successful in some cases. That they, and of course, remember the FBI report that was issued by James Comey before he was fired on on all of this stuff mentioned that the Russians also did try to hack the voting machines and were unsuccessful in hacking the actual. I think it was the tabulation machines they tried to go after. Um, and so this is, this is kind of connected to that it, and it goes beyond the propaganda. It goes beyond the fake news. It goes beyond the hacking of the emails of the DNC or John Podesta. This is actually a direct attempt to try to change numbers, uh, and change, uh, voter preferences, uh, at, at the server level. And, and so I thought, well, maybe, maybe they actually were successful and actually did, in their effort to disrupt the Democratic primary and turn Bernie people against Hillary Clinton to the point where they will never, they would never ever support Hillary Clinton, never ever support the Democratic Party. Maybe part of that process was to make it seem like the Democratic Party was trying to keep them from voting for Bernie Sanders. I'm just, I'm just throwing know. it out there because now we learn today through Senator Mark Warner that. The Russians got away with far more than what we see in the leaked NSA right. documents. That is my theory. I think. I think at this point, your theory is a. I think your theory is a prediction. Okay. Uh, yes. And we'll we'll see if it comes true or not. Uh, as you had mentioned earlier, and to this date, 
uh, anecdotal is all we have on any yeah. sign of voter irregularity. I know you're talking about registration here, mm-hmm. uh, and registration is what the Russians were trying to get to, and that very registration, if monkeyed with, can determine if someone is eligible to vote or not. Uh, we don't. So we. What I will say is we don't have numbers yet on uh, whether, but even this revelation is new. Uh, and even it's even new to the intelligence community to a certain extent. This new this this NSA document that was leaked uh, is as fresh as the day it was leaked. Uh, they the intelligence and this was merely a summary or an analysis of what had been learned to date, yeah. uh, or or what had been learned recently. Uh, at any rate, <clears throat> excuse me. At any rate, this conclusion was just reached uh, by the NSA. And uh, so it's a fresh revelation, uh, even to them, I think. And so we'll have to have further investigation, obviously, uh, to see if we can get to uh, whether or not somebody successfully got in and what the numbers on that might be. I've kept it in the back of my mind all along that there could be evidence that this presidential election was in many ways or to a degree illegitimate. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I wouldn't be surprised if that's the conclusion we reached. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to be like you were initially, and that is be cautious uh, about jumping to a conclusion mm-hmm. here. We're just going to have to, as this, this investigation is progressing in the intelligence community, as it progresses, I'm sure they will at some point get to the numbers and then we'll know if this was uh, an illegitimate election. Yeah, I wonder what happens at that point. I mean, if they actually discover, if, if there's documentation that's released either through uh, one of these investigations, through Mueller, or, or that it's leaked to the press, right? information that, that leads us to believe somewhat conclusively that the Russians actually were able to change votes. Mm-hmm. Now, again, there hasn't been any do- documentation along those lines, though there has been confirmation that they've tried. I want to continuously underscore that because it's not only important to underscore it in terms of last year's election, but in terms of future elections. Because if they tried in 2016 and, and failed, they could succeed in 2017 or 2018 or 2020. And they can affect, and, and they can affect the outcome of an election yeah. by making people, I'm sorry, I've been fighting allergies. They can, they can uh, affect the outcome of an election by uh, making people ineligible to vote, making Democratic voters ineligible to vote. Yeah. Uh, so it, they can actually affect the votes by not affecting the votes, but affecting instead the registration. And, and bonus, they make people disillusioned about the process if it looks like the system screwed them out of voting. That is a stated goal yeah. of the Kremlin. They've said that. They had a yep. conference about that. Exactly. Right. So... What's the mechanism, though? I mean, what if we find out that votes were changed? There is no constitutional mechanism for no. a revote or for throwing out the results of the, the previous election. There's here's, nothing along those lines. Here's what the Constitution does, Bob. It sets up a form of government <laughs> so slow that by the time we get the, get to that point, we'll have a new government. So. Yeah, speaking of which, you see, uh, did you see Maddo last night? Uh, I know Joy Reid yes. was filling in for Maddo. I think yes. Maddo, yes. Maddo, by the way, speaking of conspiratorial, when I heard that Maddo wasn't going to be on again uh, last night, uh, I went, hmm, has she been, po- <laughs> has she been poisoned? Um, no, but she's going to be back tonight. She just tweeted that today. Oh, but, really? Okay, okay. Yeah. But I mean, regardless, last night they were talking about how uh, 
uh, uh, Trump was planning to uh, put together a, uh, or he wanted a Muslim ban for 90 days. And it's already been 90 days since he first proposed it. So we get to the point now where I think a lot of, uh, and I think uh, Roy Blunt was talking about this on one of the Sunday shows, Uh where we're so far beyond that initial window for trying to figure out what's going on first. You know, he's got, (laughs) I got to figure out what's going on. Got to do this before. What the hell's going on? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Figure out what the hell is going on is what he said. (laughs) And, uh, but now that window has completely elapsed, which means what's the point of trying to continue to move forward with this? And, and meanwhile, he's undermining his own efforts, as you said earlier in the show, by <laughs> tweeting all these terrible things about his Muslim ban, thus confirming what the, uh, the, 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 uh, the plaintiffs in all of these challenges, whether it's Hawaii or, or elsewhere, have been this, saying this, all along. Yeah, this tsunami wall of water that's facing Trump and yep. the Republicans uh, it cannot, it can no longer be distracted from... Uh, by tweets or uh, infrastructure plans or anything else. Nothing he does now can, that's how big this thing is, nothing he does now can take away from or distract from this story. And that, that is an achievement. (laughs) Yeah. And he's really going to try hard on Thursday, by the way, because we learned today from Muggsy, uh, Robert Costa from the Washington Post, who I like to call Muggsy, because uh, quite honestly, he looks like a Muggsy, and uh, he just like, doesn't he? He looks like he's like a 1940 newsy. He looks like he should have a fedora with a little card in it that says my, "press." On it. My favorite. <laughs> my, that's that's how you know he's a real journalist. That's right. Uh, he's reported today that Donald Trump is going to be live tweeting. Talk about mm-hmm. shooting yourself in the foot with oh the. My uh, God. God, I mean, it's it's the same as uh, with the the, the quote unquote travel ban. He's oh, he's undermining you know his own efforts. He's, he's going to live tweet the Comey hearings for God's oh, sake. Oh, they need a they need a big screen TV then in the room where Comey's testifying. Yeah, that, that shows his live tweet. Oh yeah. That would be- now, now, now you've got a TV show. Talk about must talk about must see TV. That's right. So they can go to the the tweets and get Comey to react in real time to right. Donald Trump's stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid tweets. Oh, oh my good. Someday, Bob. Someday. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, I, I think in the last couple of weeks, I think. We've really been hitting the high water mark of, and it's been an overused term since Trump got elected, but I think it really applies over the last couple of weeks, which is the word gaslighting. I mean, this stuff, I mean, increasingly, as I look at Trump's tweets and I look at his actions, especially now that it looks like he's going to live tweet Comey's hearings. I mean, I think, am I going insane no, this- you've just been handed another gift, Bob. Exactly. But I mean, it seems like I, I can't wrap my head around how someone could be that self-destructive. It doesn't make any sense. It's like None a child- of this does. None of it has. You know, I mean, I th- I sort of signed on for this Alice in Wonderland thing at the beginning. I, by the way, one of my favorite <laughs> stories in fiction uh, is Alice in Wonderland. And and uh, I so I like that kind of nonsensical ride uh, that seems to have some meaning to it. And and because it's important and because I'm a journalist uh, and because I feel an obligation uh, that that makes all of this, you know, work and play all at the same time. It's a yeah. great it's a great ride in that sense. It's all very serious. Uh, you know, and uh, where this is, there's no happy ending to this, really. No, uh, there's only an ending, at least as far as Trump is concerned. Yep. Uh, and and again, like I said, it's baby steps. It's one step at a time. 
we have a big uh, clunky democracy here that we love very much, but it it, it takes time and uh, it's just going to require uh, patience and the wheels of that process turning to, to get us back out of this. So I want to take uh, one last break. And when we come back, because you are a pro, a professional, look it up in look the book, up. you're a professional newsman. I want to get uh, your reaction to how The Intercept handled uh, this story, because as we know, uh, by now, reality winner is under arrest. And it's yes. partly because The Intercept bungled this whole thing. So we'll get into that right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius. Doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Uh, welcome back to the show. Please go to patreon.com slash Bob and Chez right now. Sign up for $1 a month. I swear a to God. Uh, just a dollar. Just $1, Buzz, because here's all it takes. If everyone who's listening to this show right now signed up at the $1 a month level at patreon.com to support this show, we would far exceed our goal. I would totally have to launch into five shows a week at that point. We would surpass our goal by, I don't know, three, four times, by like it's, 300%, something like that. It's a very kind thing to do. It's just a buck, and it's so important because Bob's fighting a battle here, just as I'm fighting a battle. We're all fighting together. Yep. Uh, and, and getting out the word and uh, sort of collating this information and trying to make sense of it is uh, really important. I mean, it's a we're we you can't tell the players without a program, and yep. it's programs like this that that make it possible to navigate your way through this. Sure. And, and while I love our five dollar members and our ten dollar members, certainly our fifteen dollar sure. members and above, there are people who are signed up for much more than just fifteen dollars, which is our top level. The people who sign up at the one dollar level, they don't get anything special. You don't get. I mean, you sign up at the one dollar level, you don't get some special premium gift in exchange for it. Other than, and this is the this is actually when it comes right down to it, this is the real bonus. You're supporting independent media. You right. are a part of the show. You're giving money to the show and supporting the show even though you may not be able to afford it. And just, I know $1 a month isn't a, isn't a huge amount, but no. if you give $1 a month, you're at least putting your hat and throwing your hat into the ring and participating and, and, and supporting independent media. And that is so crucial and, and so important. And, and quite frankly, it'll make you feel good. And whenever I see a $1 uh, subscription come down on Patreon, oh, I, get yeah. e I get email alerts every time it happens. Whenever the $1 uh, members come up, 
I'm, I, it always makes me smile. You know, like that, sure. that's someone who maybe can't afford to support the show, but who does anyway. So, or who just wants to express that they support the show in that, in that tangible way. And that's that, you know, it's a, it's the thought that counts, right? It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Exactly. Right. So that's patreon.com slash Bob and Chez go and support the show and, and do it right now. Thank you in advance for he, that. He had, he had gift bags, but uh, they turned out to be, <laughs> they were flammable and had to go back to China. Well, in fact, it turns out that I may actually start rolling out some other premiums for all Patreon subscribers, including the $1 members. And that might include things like, I don't know, uh, I know I've been getting a lot of requests for the uh, the Imperial Clown Car March uh, to, to have, a, have that as a download. And I think people... Uh People have been dying to to have this as a ringtone or something like oh, that, sure, and I, yeah. I may just actually uh, put it up on Patreon.com for our oh, members yeah. and then you, you can download that. You, you could hook that up to your CNN alerts. <laughs> exactly right. Every time Trump tweets, your notification could be that right, that right. music. Or, yeah, or Magoo with the tweets. Maybe. That's right, Magoo with the tweets. <laughs> yep, yep. Donald Trump. Oh, Magoo. You've done it again. <laughs> Wrong. Right. Okay, so Buzz, what do you think of how the intercept handled this? This is like this is another this is sort of a second tier story in this uh this NSA leak that the intercept just stupidly, 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 when they went to the NSA for comment mm-hmm. on this story, they gave the NSA the document and said that the leaker lived in Augusta, Georgia. Oh, my God. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, it it goes back to the leaker, who, uh, although uh, I believe she, as I understand it, is a linguist, a multilingual uh, assistant uh, in this uh, uh, NSA contracting company. Yeah. Uh, You know, so well-educated, but uh, uh, she's only 25 years old. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure she made some of the best judgments in this either. First of all, she had to know that, and 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 this is both courageous and stupid, and we love her for it because it gave us the first clear look that yeah. uh, the Russians had done more than just propaganda and hacking of Democratic emails. They had uh, tried to get into the voting system, uh, and and so it's an important revelation, and and we bless her for uh, in our own ways for for doing that. But she had to know. Uh, having top secret clearance and an NSA contractor, what the consequences for leaking that would be. Yeah. And the, she, there are steps she could have taken uh, to protect herself, and she did not. And then, yes, to make matters worse, she, she and, and one of the mistakes she made was to feed it to The Intercept as opposed to, say, The Washington Post. Yeah, and you see and, and, Bart Gelman at The Washington Post, was, and he was one of the recipients of the Snowden documents four years right, ago. Right, Bart right. Gelman was ripping The Intercept today on Twitter, just saying this was a, a, a disaster that you allowed your source to get caught like this through stupidity, right. through right. Poor, poor handling of, well, the, uh, of the leaked document. Jesus. Conservatives can't keep calling them anonymous sources anymore, and how can they? <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, but, but bless this woman's heart. She's facing, yeah. facing 10 years in, in prison uh, because of her own naivete and because of the naivete of The Intercept, which is not, I mean, it's a, it's a legitimate media outlet, but it's not The Washington Post. It's not The New York Times. Right. It's not The Wall Street Journal. It's just not prepped. Uh, it's not versed in how to handle this sort of thing. So uh, there was a certain level of inaptitude all the way around, but it really, 
uh, sadly, started with this poor woman who now be, may be going to prison in the Trump administration crackdown on leaks. Uh, you know, that just happened to be about them. Yeah, and this one, I think this uh, reality winner is her name, and I think she's She's a lot, I think, a lot more similar to uh, Daniel Ellsberg than Edward Snowden was. As you remember, Edward Snowden yes. leaked documents to, it was to Glenn Greenwald, Laura Poitras, and Bart Gelman from the Washington yeah. Post. Right. And and then he, then he was shuttled off by WikiLeaks lawyers from Hong Kong to Moscow. How could that have happened? Wow. <laughs> Edward Snowden having thousands and thousands of NSA documents under the... <laughs> under the uh, uh, hospitable care of Vladimir Putin in Moscow. Thanks, Vladimir. Um, so that that being said, a reality winner was much more similar to, uh, to Daniel Ellsberg insofar as Daniel Ellsberg didn't, uh, didn't run away. Uh, and and uh, yeah, while true. reality yeah. winner did try to at least somewhat cover her tracks, even though she did a poor job of it, um, mm. she's now facing the music. She could have hopped on an airplane and she could have run off to Ecuador or some non extradition country like Edward Snowden tried to do. Um, but but she didn't do it. She stayed put and she allowed herself to be arrested. Now she's going to face the music and she'll probably also uh, and rightfully, I think, be lionized uh, mm-hmm. uh, certainly here on this show and elsewhere uh, for, for doing what she did, because I think this also reveals important amounts of information. And the, the only thing that I questioned a little bit about the intercepts reporting was the publishing of the document itself which reveals how right. the NSA right. tracked this stuff, which now will allow Russia to adjust and find other ways around that, that, that well, trap. That's, that's why everybody has to be careful. That's yeah. the danger of these leaks. This is not the first time that uh, leaks for the benefit of getting out the word on Trump have uh, again assisted yep. Russia. Uh, and and this is it supports an argument by conservatives that the leakers are as bad or worse than what you're investigating here. And we can't allow that to happen. Uh, so I think there have been a but there you think about the vast number of leaks so far and the vast number of leakers uh, who have successfully protected themselves. Uh, they are protected sources, uh, but, and, and they are many. They are in the dozens and dozens that we know of so far yep. uh, within the government who can't believe what they're seeing and think somebody ought to know about it. It's a deep state coup, Buzz. Yes, That's what it, it is. <laughs> and thank God for it, right? Yeah, right. God damn, I'm so happy that it's actually... Yeah, right? God damn it! Yeah, I know. I'm so glad that it's actually happening. And... Uh, you know, it, it's only a matter of time before we get a real whopper, and I'm hoping that that is, uh, that is on Thursday. I, do, I hope we get something from James Comey on Thursday uh-huh. with regard to the, his meetings with Donald Trump. And Comey's got uh, copious amounts of evidence to support his, uh, his claims. He keeps uh, you know, rigorous documents. And yeah, so you, and I, you and I are doing separate shows on Thursday, and nobody's going to listen to either of them because I know. everyone's going to be watching television. I know, and I, you know what? I'm wondering whether, I, at least uh, speaking in terms of my planning, I'm wondering whether or not I should delay my show until after all that <laughs> crap happens. Because invariably with this show, we, as soon as I, I hit stop on the, in the, the audio software that I used to record the show, as soon right. as I hit stop, three yes. seconds later, major breaking news story. And I go, okay, so everything's irrelevant that I just finished talking about. <laughs> the clown music is off on your phone warning you of a CNN alert. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
All right, uh, so uh, uh, we're going to do the post-mortem show coming up next. Meanwhile, go to uh, buzzburbank.com or realmnetwork.com and listen to Buzz Burbank News and Comment. You can also follow Buzz at, uh, well, how, how can people follow you on Twitter and Facebook? Oh, I'm just all over social media, Bob. I'm a social media butterfly. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you can find, I think, it, Buzz, your real name is Michael Elston, so you can Michael find it. Michael J. Elston, that's yep. correct. Yeah. So you could find uh, Michael J. Elston. It's so weird to refer to you by your your real name for twenty five years. Original, I've been, for twenty five years. I've been re- yeah. I've been calling you this other name for twenty five yeah. years. And well, it's, when I was the Have a Good Day guy, I was Michael <laughs> J. Elston. That's right. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about uh, more Trump news and uh, and possibly some more Trump Russia news coming up here. Uh, you know, uh, Mike Rogers is testifying tomorrow, so we may learn more about the uh, the NSA's side of all of this uh, Trump-Russia stuff. So watch for that tomorrow. All right, that's the show. We'll see you on uh, Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye. again. China.